Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. We've got good news today. we got some Baylor basketball. Scott Drew will be on the show today at 5 o'clock. You'll hear from Dave Aranda. Uh, Dave is uh, still going about his business, doing his thing. Coaches still going in there, trying to go get a win over West Virginia. And um, is it Dave's last week on the job? Well, I you know, I wish it that weren't the case, and I wish we didn't have to sit here and speculate on that, but that's where we are. And if you go up there to Fort Worth, and you get run out of the building, you know, it's not going to work out. And Bears lose to the Frogs Saturday. I was watched till the bitter end. Um, Bears were kind of hanging in there, 21-17 at the half. Looked like they came out, were ready to move the ball a little bit, and then it just kind of all fell apart second half and and uh, got down 28 17 and then you know just from there it was kind of all academic um and the uh frogs were able to do their thing and you know this is a frogs team that hadn't been very good all season hadn't accomplished much on really either side of the ball actually they moved the ball pretty pretty well but uh it's just, I, I would say, if you say, well, what, Matt, what part of the the, the team function well? They kind of held up okay against the run at times. Now, that finally kind of got away from them in the second half. But, it, you know, anytime they needed it, that the, the uh, tight end was wide open. Uh, receivers were running all along, alone. I, Aaron, what, in, in a, and what goes with this horrible season, you've got – and kudos to Baylor, by the way, because, I mean, they're trying to hold on to some of these young, talented kids. But about 45 minutes before kickoff, I'm reading Caden Jenkins, like, tweets out that he's, hey, reaffirming his commitment to the Bears. I mean, that I mean, it's a strange world we live in. Now, Aaron, was I happy about it? You bet. You bet. But, I mean, you're having to re-recruit your kids. You're having to try to hold on to them if you can. And now, you know, Mac Rhodes is going to have a major decision uh, on his plate. I don't think uh, – I think there are a lot of people who want to believe, you know, oh, it's already been made, or they're going to do this, they're going to do that. Um, I don't believe anything has been decided uh, I think we're gonna see how it plays out, and now, but I also don't think. Don't, don't hear me wrong. I don't think like, 
a win over West Virginia would necessarily, okay, everyone's safe now. Yeah, we can move on. Okay, let's go, everybody. Um, I do think that Mac Rhodes and this administration loves this head coach. I also think this head coach is extremely genuine and honest. And Aaron uh, Sexton, who's with me, you heard him again today. What did he say about NIL? I think this comes back to me. I mean, I love the guy. Like he could say earlier, he was saying, I was knocking down the doors. I should have been knocking down the doors. Should have been doing this. Should have been doing that. I mean, I I love his honesty. I love how genuine he 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 is. But unfortunately, it's too little too late. Like this this team is in such a bad way. I mean, I I for for us to think, well, maybe he's the guy to lead them on. I mean, don't don't get me wrong, they all wanted this guy to work out. Aaron, they all file in with him. I mean, if you look around at the post-game news conferences, road or home, like all the administrators, I mean, they're, you cannot imagine how much they root for this guy and are there for him and all of that. And he knows that, and I think he appreciates that, Aaron. He appreciates the question. But, and I again, I hate this because somebody will hire him immediately, and he'll probably go back to being a great defense coordinator. I don't know, I don't know how you move forward with him. I don't. I just don't see any scenario at this point because, and it's it's really kind of unfair. Not. I mean, it's life's not fair. I mean, yeah, you have to move on. But what stinks is, I think you can make the argument he was the absolute right hire, and he was a great hire and a great fit for Baylor and the way he does things, the way he wants to do things, and then overnight it all changes. Not just like the pandemic. No, not not that. That happened. That happened the 2020 season. Well, he bounced back, have the great year 2021, and then NIL portal. It all becomes a thing. It all becomes a huge part of college football. The people that didn't embrace it and hated it have struggled. Now again, there's like Clemson because of its enormous budget and who they are and Dabo's success. They'll be able to hang on and turn things around, even though Dabo didn't adjust well. And and at one point this season, I think I looked up, but they were like four and four. That's crazy for a school like Clemson. I think Baylor, separate of Dave, has had, and I've been, I've been alluding to this, I think they're about to get extremely aggressive on the NIL front. And I think the budget, I think the NIL that they're going to be working with next year in football is going to be more than doubled. All right, more than doubled where they are, where they are. Um, you know, and, and I think it's interesting. I'm going to kind of do a thing today where I look around a little bit at what I think other schools are doing. Like, I'd like to know how much is allocated from, like, TCU's collective. All right, these are private schools, so it's harder to uh, get your arms around it. But I promise you, Baylor's going to quickly move with Dave Aranda or not. They are going to, it's going to move, okay, toward um, a pretty large number. And so where I think is everybody gets kind of a baseline. Baylor has not really advertised what it's doing, I would say it's somewhere right now in the 
roughly $2 million range. Um, that's going to go up significantly. All right. Now, so that's not it. I mean, two million is two million. It's somewhere between like two and two and a half million dollars right now. Um, I think that's going to nearly double by next year. I mean, so I think the the Calvary is on the way. It's it's whether um, Dave Aranda is going to be around to help lead the Calvary, because quite honestly. I sense that that's happening separate of him. All right, the the, the administration and and the donors, the big donors and everybody is stepping up and they understand we have got to do more and do a better job in that space. Dave, it just it just he wasn't wired for it. Now let me let me tell you something else. Aaron, when you saw what TCU was doing, and how easily they were functioning and going up and down the field in that game. What is Dave Aranda known for? He's known for his defense. And too many times this year, and fan base does this, it's easier for us as a fan base and everybody to always hate on the offensive coordinator, the offense, all the play callings, this or that. And, boy, that hadn't been good enough, believe me. I mean, you know, I've been very upfront about being a big Jeff Grimes fan. I think he was an enormous part of what they did in 2021. Enormous. Huge part of it. Hadn't been good enough. Okay, is it the talent? Is it the coaching? Is it a combination? Hadn't been good enough. But your defensive court, your your big-time, huge defensive head coach has let the defense backslide like in a huge way. I heard the other day, Aaron, on the broadcast, the the broadcaster said something like, yeah, the D-line, about Baylor's defensive line, that's the strength of the team. And I thought, well, what's going on? Like, do do the broadcasters think that, like, people, like, we're, we, most of us watching the game, like, aren't aware of what's going on? I'm not saying they don't have some talented players along the D-line, but they've been getting gashed in the run all year. Okay, and and they've been getting killed in the passing game. The pass rush hasn't been enough, and they're not competitive. I mean, I again, it, as as if you needed a last straw, you got beat by your big rival. We've protected this rivalry, and on a bad TCU team, you go in there and you can't stay on the field with them. In the second half, you are blown off the field, and then in the end, it's a laugher. It's a laugher. Um, Aaron, we've been over this a couple of times. What are the games the Bears have been in this year conference-wise? UCF, Cincinnati, uh, Houston. Houston. I don't even know if they could stay on the field with UCF. The, the way UCF, and UCF barely lost the game the other day, but the UCF has improved. They got beat by Houston. Aaron, those three teams, how many combined wins do we think they have? Let's think about that. Houston has one conference win over West Virginia and Baylor. They beat Baylor. UCF has maybe – Cincinnati has one, so that's three. And then um, what is uh, what does UCF, Aaron, have now? Two, probably? Two, yes. Okay. So about five. You've beaten teams – 
you've beaten three teams in conference that those teams five have a five. What's oh say that again, Aaron? They're a combined five and nineteen in conference play. Those teams are five and nineteen. So there is no like silver lining. You know what? They played well against this team. The the quality teams, or even the mediocre. What is tech? I mean, kind of like whatever in the middle of the pack. Couldn't stay on the field with them at at, at the at, at the home field. You know. And again, I go back to some of that stuff where, like Dave's talking about, oh, we got to simulate, we got to simulate the road environment at home. I mean, again, to me, that was the beginning of the end. I, I don't know. I don't even totally. I think I know what he meant. I mean, because they had played a little bit better on the road, and let's try to bring some of that mentality, but. That's embarrassing that you have to say that. It's embarrassing that you show up at your own place and you need to, like, try to trick yourself into believing you're on the road or something. Like, your home place should be a tough environment for others. Saturday, we'll all be out there and we'll gather and we'll get everybody ready for the game. And, um, you know, my family will attend because, honestly, through even horrific regimes, we've attended. That's just what we do, all right, uh, through the good times and the bad times. And so I got to be there to work, but, you know, I'll have family members that are there on their own accord. Hey, we've got season tickets. We're going to support the Bears through thick or thin. And so my wife and family and my parents and my um, my nephew and sister and brother-in-law, they'll all be down there. My nieces will all gather. And it'll it'll it, – you know, it's very unlikely that Baylor beats West Virginia. It's, um, Aaron, if I had, to, like, a ESPN predictor in front of me right now, like one of those FP, like Baylor against Oregon State, for instance, on Wednesday night basketball, I took a peek at that. Baylor has a, like, 94% chance of winning. Oregon State, which is honestly not probably a horrible basketball team, has a 6% chance of winning. Baylor at home against a mediocre West Virginia team, it's been a little better than we thought, will probably, Baylor will have, be given about a 20% chance to win. And I'm probably being kind of nice about that. Maybe a 25% chance. It'll probably be 75% West Virginia, 25% Baylor. It's not sustainable. Everybody wanted this to work. Like, there's not one of us, like, I mean, maybe there's some, like, eager beaver young reporters who are like, I can't wait to cover a, a coaching change. And those things are exciting. I, I All that. I've been on a bunch of them. I've covered them. Um, there's, there, there is a galvanizing effect that happens when you bring somebody new in and bring in a new regime. But make no mistake, this is not what Mac Rhodes ever wanted to do. I mean, they did a... Nice. Now, again, thank goodness, Mac and everybody, all his advisors, but has the good sense not to sign Dave to some kind of insane Jimbo-type deal. Aaron, when they did that deal with Dave after 2021, I mean, they, they had to do the deal because they were people were truly coming after Dave Aranda. I, the more I have looked into this, the more I now realize, and of course, golly, 
I mean, this team may win it all this year. Washington was after him in a huge way. Washington really was. Of course, he has West uh, Coast ties. But, um, I mean, big time after him. Oregon, of course, was very, very interested. USC uh, had interest. But, man, I'm telling you, uh, that Washington team wanted him. So, again, it's not like Baylor was out there all alone. Hey, we're, uh, I mean, they, they did an extension with him because, quite honestly, they wanted to because he'd had a great year, and they had to because other people were coming after him. Two years later, this is an, this is an unmitigated disaster. They're behind on NIL. They're behind <clears throat> on Portal. <clears throat> Their roster is a mess. And anybody and all our buddies who tried to make the argument that the talent's fine and all that, give me a break. Give me a break. Okay? I mean, I tried to say this over and over, and everybody like wanted to big, get into huge arguments with, look at the recruiting rankings. Look at the recruiting rankings. Well, you just look at your own eyes. They can't even stay on the field with these teams. All right, they're not even competitive with TCU at their place. You're going to tell me we got the horses in the barn? Oh, man, the players are great. The coaches are horrible, and they're not developing the players. No, the coaches stopped being able to recruit. Part of that was uh, NIL. They haven't done a good job. This latest recruiting class does not look great from from a ranking standpoint. Now, again, Rule didn't have great rankings, but he did have conviction. And when he brought Joey and and Sean and Wetzel and the whole gang in, man, they really helped him. But he also had, he and Phil Snow and Big George, the late great George DeLeon, they had a great, Blanchard was part of that thing. They had a great eye for, you know, what they wanted. They They really knew exactly what they were looking for. And now they're just kind of out there in the wilderness. It's like, you know, Conley, um, Temple, Lake Belton, all these great programs have these unbelievable kids, and we don't even have a shot at them. Bears don't. It's like, hey, wait, you remember us? We got this awesome stadium, and you could stay and play right in front of your families, and they're not even thinking about it. They're just like, no, we're going to move on down the road. We had the kid at A&M who was a great linebacker for them this year from Temple, Torrey and York, and he decommitted. Why did he decommit? Well, they probably blew us out of the water in NIL. Now, again, he's also an unbelievable kid. Don't hear me wrong. Don't hear me wrong. But the Aggies blow everybody out of the water. Did that help them with their coaching staff? No, they've, they've got to blow everybody out now. They'll have an entire new coaching staff. So even the teams that do have NIL money don't always get it right. A&M had to fire its coach and pay him $78 million to not work, and they had more NIL money than anybody in the country. They, they decided they had the wrong coach, and they can't make it work. And they probably went, there's got to be some kind of happy medium where you don't, like, literally go try to pay, you know, $15 million for a class, okay? That probably is too far the wrong way. But you also can't do it where you're like, well, I'm not comfortable paying anybody extra money. We're just going to pay everybody on the roster this minimum amount. That doesn't work. All right? NFL teams work out pretty well. You think the 
you think that uh, Travis Kelsey at uh, at Kansas City or any other offensive lineman or defensive lineman wake up every day mad because Mahomes is making forty five or forty you know forty five million a year? No, they're enjoying the heck out of it. They're winning Super Bowls. They're all making great money. All right. Uh, so if you if you can go get some awesome dude and you need to do the deal, Baylor just lost a kid to Texas. If it was about a bat on in basketball, if it was about a uh, a basketball decision, there's no way Trey Johnson is playing for the Texas Longhorns. There's no way. You'd be crazy. I mean, they hadn't put a guard out in the NFL in the NBA draft in years. I mean, seriously, you have to go back to like Jordan Hamilton. He was, and of course, he wasn't any good when he got the NBA. Um, Booby uh, Booby Gibson, Daniel Booby Gibson, back in the day. I mean, they do not put guards into the NBA, yet they did get this amazing guard that Baylor wanted. Okay? Um, Baylor can't go toe-to-toe with Texas and Texas A&M in NIL. It just is never going to happen. But you have to at least enter the fight. You have to be – you have to enter the battle at some level, and the Bears have not been where they need to be. Football programs headed that way. Uh, do I think it'll it'll happen with Dave? Unfortunately, I don't. I don't, and I hate it because I like him. And by the way, it's not anything personal. Like I promise you, my relationship with him isn't anywhere close to what it was with uh, Matt Rule and Art Browles before him. I mean, Dave, Dave, you know, um, Dave wanted to talk to people that were like kind of. Anyway, I, bottom line is I do like him and respect him a lot, even though I really have zero personal relationship with the guy. I mean, zero. But I do like him, and I think he likes me. But uh, I'm just saying it's just not going to work. All right? And uh, and there's a lot of reasons for it. But, Aaron, it's like if we get past all the NIL stuff, you got to look and go, you got this guy who's supposed to be an amazing defensive coach, and the Bears have a horrible defense. Like, that's enough of a reason right there to move on. But on top of it, he wasn't wired for the portal and uh, and the other stuff, the portal and the uh, uh, in NIL. All right, uh, if you want to sound off on this, I mean, it's a holiday week. Time to give thanks. I hate that we have all this negative stuff we have to do. We got good news. We got Scott Drew coming on later. Be great to catch up with Scott. Uh, Baylor women moving up in the rankings. Baylor men moving up. Uh, Men up to 13th in the country. Women up to 14th in the country. So the Baylor men and women are sort of getting back to, and obviously the men are always there. The women uh, last year was a down year. But they're coming rolling back, it appears. Okay, nice win yesterday over the Harvard kids. Uh, and uh, so anyway, uh, we will. Uh, but I want you all to be able to respond to us and weigh in if you want. Um, you can text us. Um, do you see a way forward with Dave Aranda? Or, or have you seen enough? Um, do you agree with me that we've probably seen enough? Uh, it is uh, time to weigh in. You can call us. Uh, you can text us. It's 254-662-1660. It's 
662-1660. But the the truth of the the matter is, Aaron, you get two sugar bowls in the last however long. You cannot, you can't, but... But again, you've got to look forward. You know you can do it, but you can't keep saying, "Oh, you know, Dave did it two years ago." Um, the 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 program has flatlined and it's hit rock bottom. And right now, it does not look like this current group of coaches can get them out of the the ditch. And that's okay. Okay, they'll all go on and hopefully have great careers elsewhere. But it's probably time to uh, to move on about our business. Two five four. 662-1660. It is our holiday uh, text and call line. We uh, continue with more Baylor. That is next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Hi, I'm Baylor alum Dave Smith with RockMyMortgage.com. As an independent mortgage broker with 116 residential and commercial lenders, RockMyMortgage.com is your best option when you need real estate financing. With over 25 years as a mortgage consultant, I'll have you in, out, and saving money with no lender fees and low rates. Whether it's for your personal home, vacation home, or investment property, I have all the options. RockMyMortgage.com, powered by Edge Home Finance, represents you, the Baylor fan, not some big lending company. If you're looking to get pre-approved, visit me at RockMyMortgage.com today. Want to cover sports, news, try advertising, broadcasting? Well, the Baylor Department of Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media has the skills, knowledge, and opportunities you need to succeed in your next career. With five major concentrations and a nationally recognized student media program, whatever you need, we've got you covered. Start your degree today and make a difference. Check us out online and remember, for the best skills in the biz, with Baylor Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media, we've got you covered. They have your favorite team's gear at Barefoot Campus Outfitter. New items arrive daily and include Central Texas's largest selection of polos, caps, tees, sweatshirts, and novelty items. Show your Baylor pride with Barefoot Campus Outfitter. 1508 Spay Avenue, Waco, just off I-35. You can shop online at barefootcampusoutfitter.com. Free shipping for orders over $50 because every day is game day. Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options. Whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance, or retirement planning. Joe Wimpy is a multi-time Agent of the Year award winner, and he's proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son Bo played baseball for the Green and Gold. If you're looking for a new insurance quote, call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. 
Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, the rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine, cocktails open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel. And ask about our discounted rates for November and December. Dooley Noted Law is a firm without the sledgehammer. I'm Michael Dooley, and you don't have to press one to talk. I'm not a fast food restaurant, and I don't wear a suit and tie, unless you want me to. I've met so many Central Texans who want to start a business with an online service. Cheap on the front end, but it creates a poor foundation. Dooley Noted Law creates an affordable, strong base to keep the money that you've earned in your pocket. Let's meet at DooleyNoted.com, a human side of the law. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, and uh, you can weigh in on the current Baylor football situation, 254-662-1660. You know, I, I don't know. Um, I don't think anything has been decided on the future of uh, Dave Aranda, I really don't. Um, I I do think it, it will it, you know we'll know something pretty quickly. I don't think it's something that's going to hang around for long after that final game. You can't really let it. Uh, portal opens uh, December fourth, and there's a lot of reasons why. If you're going to get a new coach, you got to get in the search. You got to look at your list. You got to get everything together. Um, I I think. Uh, I think it's a tough deal. I, I think that it's easier sometimes uh, for, I think, fans who love the 2021 and what was going on have obviously moved on from Coach Aranda, are ready for change. I think um, administration, especially when you do, when you work with these people all day and you and you work alongside them and you have such great respect and friendship and all of that, boy, it's really, really hard to make a decision to move on. And so we'll see what happens. I do think we'll know something quickly after the West Virginia. And this whole, you know, I don't know if there's any sentiment like even that TCU in West Virginia, like, oh, wait, are there, could he be, could he, you know, be coaching for his job? I don't think it's being looked at like that, really. I think it's like they could win or lose this game, but you have to look at the totality of the season, the trajectory of the program, and right now it's just not going the right way. And um, I think the upside, the good news is, I think probably everybody that has played for Dave Aranda has grown from it and loves the guy. I think he's, as I tweeted earlier today, one of the most forthright, 
genuine people uh, I've ever covered. He really is. And I don't know him. I, I, I've tried to make that clear. I don't, uh, I do know him a little bit, like around, I'm around him some, but unlike other Baylor coaches, pretty much in every sport who I have kind of developed a friendship with and can reach out to at any time, never have had that with him. And, and that, by the way, that's by, and I, I think he has that, that's just how he is with the media. It's not just me. Um, and uh, I, I just think, uh, and, and again, when he does, when he has come on in the past, Aaron, I think you would testify to this. He's been great. He's been incredible. He's been, which is odd to me why he hasn't like wanted to do more of that kind of stuff, because I think he's very resistant, doesn't like doing media, only does what he has to do. And I think even like when most coaches would be doing um, signing day and things like that and, and being up there and their fan base is wanting to hear from them. I don't think he cared anything about that. I don't think um, – I think he does whatever's asked of him. He's willing to stand up in front of me and get up in front of the alums and all that kind of stuff. But to say that that's something he enjoys or looks forward to, not one bit, not one bit. So you needed him to be a great football coach. You needed him to be a great, great X's and O's guy. And maybe he is an X's and O's genius, but it's not translating. And uh, the defense is um, its just inexcusable. I mean, you know, you get blown off the field by your rival. Um, I mean, you, you know, they're, they're, there's no – I mean, Aaron, what, what could you say – what could you say good about this team? They got a good kicker. I like their kicker. Uh, at times, they've been okay on special teams and their coverage teams at times. Uh, I don't – I think in a secondary, they do some nice things. I, I do think they – at time, and, again, they get burned like anybody. But whether it be Caden Jenkins, Chateau, DJ, um, Devin Bobby, Lemire, whoever it is, I – they, they do have some talent back there. But, again, they were getting lit up. I'm, I'm not even trying to call out exactly who it was. But they were – and part of that is they don't get a consistent pass rush. Um, they've got some really talented linebackers. I love Brooks Miller, uh, Matt Jones. I mean, I, I, there are some players on this team as individuals that are excellent. They, they just haven't been able to come together. And it's a uh, – it's a very unfortunate thing, but uh, I, in my opinion, you know, you, you're at a point, and I've kind of held back because I didn't want to spend the entire season, fire this guy, fire that guy, fire this person, all that. But you're toward the last game now. You just got beat by your rival. You've gotten outclassed by every decent team in the Big 12. You're not competitive. Like, there's, no, there's nothing to point to that says this is getting better. And you can't – in Aranda has to come out. He can't just – what's he going to do, trash his team and go, hey, we're horrible? He's got to say the stuff. Oh, we come together. They've stayed together. They continue to fight. Like, I think the tremendous character guys, I don't think they've quit. But it's just um, – they just can't – they can't get it done. Like, uh, uh, there's another part of the team I like. Uh, Aaron, I like uh, Dawson Pendergrass. I like the tight ends. I think they've just gotten better. I mean, I, I do think there's been an improvement there. I think Dabney at times looks like an NFL tight end. Uh, I think they got about th- three or four, like, really good tight ends. 
Um, but they, they don't function. They haven't adapted. I think you, you see other college teams, Aaron. Think about one major team from the SEC, what they do earlier this year. They bench their quarterback, and then they said, oh, gosh, I don't, these other guys aren't any good either. So we basically have to just create something. And they've stayed afloat, and now what Alabama's, what, number seven or eight, whatever they are in the deal, and they're in the mix. They're in the mix for the college football playoff. They look like they were just going to have this horrible down year, and they found a way to adapt. Like, this Baylor team just can't, okay? Now, it may just be, again, I think if Baylor coach heard me right now, they would say, well, we would have adapted if we had Alabama's personnel, and that's probably true. It's probably true. But why do you not have the personnel you need? Well, maybe the portal, they haven't done enough in the portal. Maybe they don't have enough NIL money. I don't know. But the recruiting has flatlined. Like, there's nothing, there's no trajectory. There's nothing pointing forward to go. So I would love if Aranda could come out right now and, and, and show us, Aaron, some kind of, like, great plan. Here's what I'm going to do with him. The one thing he's tried to say lately is he's taken the blame for it and said, it's on me. I didn't push enough for it, and I, you know, and I just haven't done. And he he did it for the right reasons. Like everything about what he said is is like understandable. He hated the thought of because it was new to college football. Basically saying, "Hey, you're way in more important than this guy. We're going to pay this guy this and this guy that." Baylor has worked in nil. It's not like they don't have nil money. I mean, they have somewhere between two two and a half billion dollars. That's uh, that's a you know that's been collected or part of the part of the NIL fund GXG or however it comes in that that they can choose from. Is it enough? No, no, it's not enough. Can are they out there right now fighting fights? Is it a fair fight? No, no, it'll never be a fair fight with Texas in in Texas A and M, but it, it better be a fair fight between SMU and TCU. And even tech to a certain extent, okay? Tech certainly is a state school. It has access maybe a bit, and they have some kind of billionaires that are behind some of their collective. They will spend some money. But you ought to be able to compete with Texas Tech on an annual basis. You have for a lot of, a lot of years. You've beaten them a whole lot. There's no reason tech should just run past you as a program. So what the Bears have to do is – decide can we move forward with Dave Aranda if the answer is no you got to start looking at okay who has who's going to be great at recruiting and who has an incredible plan for portal and NIL because for now I mean maybe there'll be some legislation someday but it's not going away so you better have someone who comes in with their hair on fire that is willing to embrace the NIL world you know Jimbo could recruit and part of it is he just had them um, you know the boosters would come up with unbelievable aggies or aggies but again they didn't save him they didn't save that that 2022 was the best class money could ever buy right and they're all gone now most of them are gone so it's not nil is not the only answer but it is a huge piece of the pie and it's a piece of the pie the bears have not had a big enough bite of. So 
We'll see where it's going. If you want to get in on some of this talk, again, 254-662-1660. Give us your opinion. Are you, uh, can you see a way forward for Dave Aranda? Are you ready for the next coach? What kind of coach do you think they need uh, at Baylor? All of that is coming up. And, of course, we have Stephanie's Sports Corner on a holiday week. All of it coming up next. Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears close the regular season with a senior day matchup with West Virginia this Saturday at McLean Stadium. 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 6 p.m. kickoff. The Bears look to send out the seniors in style, squaring off with the Mountaineers. And all of the excitement is here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Everyone at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac loves giving back to the Central Texas community. And once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign. And they're asking for your support. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 7th, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Drop it off in the bed of the 2024 GMC Sierra pickup truck right there on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute these toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership, Richard Carr will purchase $100 of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, 900 West Loop 340 at Imperial Drive in Waco. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. I'm Joe Kaleo. Business owners deserve financial security, and we're here to help you achieve it. Let's build a relationship and develop a financial plan that can help safeguard your business and nurture your dreams. 
Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Baylor alumni are more than 160,000 strong. When we all join hands to support our university, we don't just move the needle, we move mountains. Working together, we create life-changing opportunities for students on the field, in the classroom, in the laboratory, and in life for generations to come. So get connected, get involved. Learn how at baylor.edu slash alumni. Fourteen Twenty Four Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over twenty years. Fourteen Twenty Four Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. Fourteen Twenty Four Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. Fourteen Twenty Four Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is uh, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show on a uh, on a Monday afternoon holiday week. Big Baylor basketball coming up uh, Wednesday. I believe that's a six o'clock tip off. We'll start getting you ready for that as early as like five o'clock Wednesday, and then. Uh, Tip-off up there from Brooklyn versus Oregon State. And they'll play the winner, I believe, on Friday of uh, Florida plays Pitt. So I think that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. Aaron, I thought you would like this, and I know Stephanie is, is close by. She'll like this one, too. Cowboys cornerback Deron Bland has played in 27 regular season games. During that time now, 92 tackles. 11 interceptions, 19 passes uh, defensed, four defensive touchdowns. Um, uh, Where does he stand among cornerbacks in 2023? First in PFF defensive grade, tied for first in top coverage grade, first in interceptions, first in passer rating allowed. I mean, this is crazy. They lost arguably the best cornerback in the game, and he's been replaced by the best cornerback in the game. I mean, this is wild, wild stuff. Now, the other one thing that I think Stephanie will appreciate as well as we continue to talk about this Baylor thing, I, I was just looking at something where Elko from Duke, like that guy kind of fascinates me. I think he's done a good job there, even though they've been kind of losing lately. But he's kind of gotten Duke to be a relevant football program. He used to be at A&M. I think he'll be in the A&M conversation. But he was just quoted earlier today saying that 13 days away from anarchy 
in college football. And what he's talking about is when that when December fourth hits, when the when the portal comes open, like it didn't really matter like, oh, who's in a bowl game? Who's this? Who's that? Maybe it does if you're like in the CFP race, but obviously it'll be narrowed way down by then. And we'll kind of know where everything's headed by that point. But all of college football will be thrown open. And so what's happening on every team, including Baylor, is uh, uh, you're having to re-recruit your players. And, by the way, use NIL money um, to, uh, to get that done, uh, to, to be able to, uh, to, to bring back. Um, uh, now, and by the way, big breaking news today on the Baylor front for Saturday's game. Blake, uh, Dave Aranda did say earlier today, we'll hear from Dave in the 4 o'clock hour, that uh, Blake Shapin uh, uh, has the head injury and, quote, it's not looking great right now. Uh, so, um, you know, it's very, very unfortunate. And I just, uh, I just think he's, uh, I just think he's a great guy. I really do. But, uh, I mean, my goodness, the thought of, the thought of Baylor being able to continue down this path really seems unlikely, uh, at this point. All right. Uh, it is time and it's that time of the year. It's Thanksgiving, and it's time when I give thanks for our next guest. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. The human drama of athletic competition. It's time for Stephanie Sports Talk, sponsored by Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair, Epperson Tractor, Lafayette Restaurant and Cantina, King Ranch Turfgrass, Mosby's Land Management, Myatt Fuels. And now, here's Stephanie. Stephanie. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you for giving thanks for me. <laughs> no, uh, I'm so always. glad you're thankful for me, Matt. <laughs> always grateful and and just knowing you're in the uh you're in there in this in our palatial studios With all my knowledge at m M&M, m <laughs> broadcasting always just has a calming effect on our audience and there's a lot of there you know for, especially for a a thanksgiving and a holiday what should be a festive time there's some really negative stuff you know, with the Baylor football program, and and I hate it. I hate it, but uh, it's it's not headed in the right direction. Uh, Stephanie, bring us some. Well, bring us just a little bit of cheer today, and uh, as we start to, uh, what I really want to do this week is I want to focus on Thanksgiving because I I I'm, I just was amazed this year at how folks were already have their Christmas lights out. <laughs> And I just, it's just, it's its too much to deal with. It's too early in the season. I so agree. this week, I'm really going to dig in and focus on family, Thanksgiving, and and just friends. And Stephanie, I count, I, Steph Curry uh, is one of my great friends, and that Aww, would be you. Thank yes. you. Yeah. What do you have for us today? What's well, on your agenda? 
you know, in the football world, is it is kind of it was kind of like ugh this weekend on Baylor, you know, and then the well, it was the quarterback for Florida State broke his leg, you know, then two players went down yesterday with what was it the Bills? I mean, it's just kind of ugh. So I want to. Just change gears on you and be like, it is 249 days away from the Summer Olympics in Paris. And that kind of excites me because I like the Summer Olympics. I like it better than the winter. Um, So I'm just going to give you a few names today that we really need to be watching and gearing up for because these athletes could bring us a gold and the first guy i'm going to talk about aaron i just real quick i just wanted to ask aaron aaron is it do you think most radio shows this afternoon are doing kind of a uh, a summer olympic preview (laughs) or do you think we have the market cornered on this that's why we have stephanie to that's right matt and (laughs) yesterday scott and i were let me just say yesterday don't bring him in i am gonna bring him in no he's your number one listener i know but he is not worried about the olympics but i do what is what is scott what was scott doing yesterday besides he was playing he was playing guitar and uh, we, well, we had gone down to, or to Laga Vista to see my parents because it was my mother's birthday. Went to my brother's church and listened to about we need to be grateful and thankful because it's Thanksgiving. And then we watched football and a commercial came on that it was 250 days away from the Summer Olympics. And I thought, huh, that's one way to go because you know Matt's going to talk about football and Baylor. So, I'll just go a different route. So, yeah. anyways, I wanted to, I did, I wanted to own the corner, the market of this. So, <laughs> total. So, this guy is from California. He's 24 years old. He's ranked number one in the world in men's surfing, and his name is Griffin Calapinto. And they expect him to get a gold in the, uh, 2024 Summer Olympics this year in Paris. Now, do not laugh at me, but I didn't know is Paris near the ocean? Because I didn't know if it was or not. I didn't know if it was going to be like a a water park or what. With the the French Riviera, let's get her, let's let's point her toward the water in in Europe. Yes, even in, in, uh, in France and Italy, there are places where you can you can get to the coast. Okay, well, right. I mean, Paris is a little there, yeah. landlocked. I just, yeah, I didn't know if Paris was like in the they, middle of the country, so they're gonna have to drive uh, to the beach. Like, I've never like been. That Waco, that Waco surf. They're gonna. Yeah. They got one of those, one of those parks out there. By the way, I've got buddies from the Metroplex that are way into that, and they act like that place is awesome. It is pretty awesome. They actually yeah. do have professional surfers that go and practice out there, even in the wintertime. I, I mean, yeah. so. Where but, Where is that in town? I may go out there. Um, I may go out to that Waco. That sounds like something isn't I might it, like to do. Oh, I want to say it's outside of oh, Waco. No. Okay. Aaron, <laughs> I've never been, but you, I heard it's can cool. Can you help us? <clears throat> I think uh, – Maybe if somebody I had will to text guess, us. I would say Waco Surf is out toward. Is it out um, towards the Riesel area? Wherever, oh. like the Branch Davidians used to be. Yeah, like way out, out there. That direction. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I see. I see footage of that though, and I am enamored with that. 
Like I would like to, if you're listening and you're part of the Waco Surf community, and you'd like to have a have a young uh, sports radio guy come out and do a show <laughs> and maybe surf a little bit. Now, I would like to use those waves like they have the wave pool at Wet n' Wild and Whitewater back in the day. Yeah, I, they I have that you too. Just, can you just get out there and let the waves? Sure. But again, body I don't, surf. Just body yeah, surf. I'd kind of like to do that. I, I don't really want to get up on a surfboard. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't do. Okay, water but who'd you but... say this guy was? Um, what's Griff, the name of Griffin the... Cola Pinto, and he's from California. Uh, he is the second American athlete to officially book his ticket for the 2024 Olympics. So he's already planning and he's excited. And you uh, mean like he got on Priceline or something? I think so, or BookIt.com. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that you're saying that he's already got his ticket, so he's ready to go. So that's nice. Okay, Aaron, uh, have we have you been able to locate like where you would surf in the Paris Olympics? We probably, <laughs> if we're going to do a story on this, I feel like we ought to let them know what body of water it, it would will be, be used. on the uh, like. Atlantic, right? Because it goes right up between us and them. So it'd be the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> I'm giving you some. What's that? What's that I, thing I, you I, take in school? Geography? Yeah. I, I feel like. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, okay. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. No, you've brought when you us Google, some, some When you Google stuff. where to surf in France, it gives you a lot of places. Well, see? Interesting. See? But they're all on the coast, you know, which France uh-huh. does have. So, I mean, anyways, but we got to. This guy's supposed to be really, really good, so we need to like uh-huh. keep our eye out on him. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And there's then a, there's a great beach right by the Eiffel Tower. No, there is not. <laughs> I've watched Emily in Paris on Netflix. There is no beach by the Eiffel That's Tower. Not, that is not what you should be watching to learn about Paris. Well, uh, they have great clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Who is it? it like? Is it, what? What age is Emily when she goes to Paris? Like I've, I've like seen this on 20s. Netflix. Uh huh. And what's she up to over there? She just she's goes like a, as a marketing single woman? guru. Yeah. She well, she, yes, and she's a marketing guru and advertising, and she gets to know the culture. And I mean, it's really cool. But it's more like she's an ad agency, so she's the creative behind ad campaigns, like in magazines and uh-huh. you know runway shows and stuff. It's I like it because I like the clothes. I mean, the storyline's stupid, but the clothes are great. And uh, she finds romance. Does she find some she romance falls, over there? She finds romance, and then the romance goes away. You do know, you that's how the these, French are. <laughs> do you? <laughs> do you? Do you watch these holiday movies on uh, Hallmark Channel and all that kind of stuff? I I would love to, but <clears throat> Scott Scott probably wouldn't let me. But I do. I mean. <laughs> Here it's over here. Do you? I bet. Does your wife watch them? Do you watch them? I mean, they're oh, good. Oh yeah, wholesome like stories. when they're when they're wrapping gifts and all. And and what's interesting is it's either there's like two main stars in it, and it's people people would recognize. It's the girl that was in Party of Five. She's mm-hmm. in a lot of them. Her name is Lacey, like Charbet. Charbet, yeah. yeah. And it, she's in a lot of stuff. And then the one, uh, Kirk Cameron's sister. Oh, uh, what's her name? I was gonna from say. Growing Pains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Candace Cameron think, something. Candace, I don't yeah. know her married name, but it's... Uh-huh, Candace yeah, Cameron, uh-huh. yeah, but she's in a lot of them. She shows up in a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something there's not... And, and generally, you just kind of... There's always kind of somebody going back to their hometown. 
they're a big time like ad executive or whatever, but something happens and they have to go to their hometown and then they find love uh, in mm. the hometown, perhaps with a former love or a former, you know, something. Or there's a mix up like between like the princes or whatever. There's like <laughs> usually there's some royalty involved. Yeah. Right? And also what I've been watching is The Crown has its final season out right now. You and watch that's that? a Netflix. Oh, I love it. Yeah, really? yeah. Really? I started it, but I didn't think Scott oh, would get great into act, it. Oh, so. great acting. Oh, <sighs> Scott, no, just give Scott more credit than you do. I mean, Scott is a very <laughs> refined individual. He is. No, he you've is. got him as some kind of meathead, and he, <laughs> he loves, yeah, He. I think he would enjoy The Crown. Aaron, have you ever watched some of The Crown? Uh, negative. See, okay. I, he may. I mean, there are some, like, chicky flickies that he'll watch with me so i don't know yeah but our favorite thing say, to watch which is nothing to do with christmas is meet the millers it's a, it's a great funny movie, movie yeah it's funny it's stupid funny is that a jason sudeikis yes so yes jennifer aniston. jennifer aniston yeah okay yeah i'm but. letting my daughter watch um ted lasso right now and she's 16 and, and you know she you get to the point where they're kind of old enough to watch whatever but then there's just stuff i don't remember like <laughs> i was like wait that's kind of a bad i can't Oof. believe they said yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like they dropped some stuff that i i'd kind of forgotten like, it's oops, a little racier yeah. than i remember because it was such a a hopeful optimistic thing to watch during the pandemic mm-hmm. and so i thought well she'll like this and it's just like it's not the greatest dad-daughter thing to watch. Like, a, the greatest <laughs> there, thing... There's some uncomfortable like, uh, episodes, yeah, if you're wa- yeah. watching it together. I uh-huh. See. But, like, um, th- there was a movie where John Stamos coached some high school basketball girls. And that was great. Like, she was in junior high. We we watched that together. And mm-hmm. he coached... So it's called, like, Hot Shots or something. And, man, that was really fun dad-daughter because it was, it was kind of hokey... But kind of, kind of fun, and it was good enough to kind of keep both of our attention. You should that watch The good. Princess Diaries with her. Have y'all watched? It that? Doesn't, doesn't really seem like a big dad daughter. That seems like more <laughs> of a mom. Yeah, mom, the dad. Princess, both the of Princess you. Bride was something that everybody watched. Like when we were, like, I remember that. Age. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. That was a big. That was a big date. Like you'd go on a little date or go visit with somebody, and after the, you know, you, you go watch Princess Bride. That was mm-hmm. what you do. Yeah. Um, All right, Stephanie, all right. we've taken enough of your afternoon. Let me see what time it is here. Oh, my God. It's way past my bedtime uh, in here. <laughs> we've, yeah, that's right. Get out the lubies. <laughs> go enjoy. Go enjoy the Luan platter. Mac and uh, cheese. Stephanie, yeah. Oh, that stuff was so I good. I know. I know. I like mac and cheese when you leave a little bit of the, of the crust, like on the top of it, you know, like there's a, there's a way of <laughs> yeah. making it that, that, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, one year, my cousin Lisa, we, and I've never let her forget it. We had a, a, a traditional Thanksgiving and she and cousin Dennis came and, um, and she prepared and served tortellini oh. and, and it was, and it, it went with every, we had all the traditional stuff. But I've, for whatever reason, that is the longest running joke with her that she brought that tortellini <laughs> to Thanksgiving. And that was like 25 years ago. That's funny. Um, okay.
Thank right. you, Stephanie. Thank You're you welcome. for all that you, you do for this fine show. Thank you. <laughs> there she goes, Stephanie Sports Corner. Uh, I just felt like we needed to really let that segment breathe on what's been a tough time uh, and a tough time for the Bear community as we think about uh, what has to happen with this football program. We will, uh, in this hour, we'll let you hear. We'll, we'll let you hear from Dave Aranda at 420. Uh, Scott Drew stops by for his weekly visit. Uh, that's at 5 o'clock today. And then we'll do some NFL Blitz at 525. Also, um, if you want to weigh in right now, this is your time. If you've got a thought on which direction Baylor needs to go, um, this is it, man. This is talk radio. It's what we do. And I've got opinions. I've got thoughts. I think I know where this thing's probably headed. I got inf- you know, I can I can kind of shed some light on how I think all this process is going to go. But, you know, whatever you see, when you watch this Baylor team, if you're even watching them e- anymore, what is your thought and what will it take to get you back on board uh, moving forward? The text line is 254-662-1660. You can also call us. That's 254 662 1660. That is next. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long, here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Wednesday from Brooklyn in the NIT season tip-off against Oregon State, 5.30 for the countdown to tip-off Wednesday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear Basketball, right here on ESPN Central Texas. At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 and Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Want to celebrate the Bears' big win or watch every road game on big screen TVs? Sound up loud and Bear fans all around? The Buckle is where you need to be. With a location just off campus, within walking distance of the stadium, the Buckle is a perfect den for food and beverages. Open two hours before kickoff. And get ready for the Buckle's full restaurant, opening in China Spring real soon. Drop on by the Buckle, the place for Bears to be. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. 
Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit the BaylorLineFoundation.com. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury Motor Powered National Best Sellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice costs. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. Road trip. Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Every closed loan is entered for a chance to change their loan rate to 0%. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org. Member NCUA. Genco. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Gish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is uh, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, and uh, we uh, we are reacting to. I mean, I at some point I did want to mention Cowboys. That was a good thing coming off the weekend, thirty-three ten win. Deron Bland, another pick six. He has four this season. I mean, that's one of the statistical. Like, just weird deals. Like, he's a really good player. Don't get me wrong. But, like, to even have a couple of those in a season's great. To have four of them, and you've just improved to seven and three. You've only played ten games. you got seven games left to play. And and you're you're pulling that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, that's... Uh, that's wild. And so the Cowboys are playing well. Parsons is. Of course, it won't matter if you can't beat the good teams. But uh, Eagles, I mean, that'll be fun. We can sit back, watch the Eagles. Maybe the Eagles will drop a couple of games. 
And then that next game against the Eagles will mean something as they come into Dallas. I mean, the uh, uh, the are coming to Arlington. The Cowboys have the Commanders, then the Seahawks. Um, it's going to be, and of course, the Eagles showdown. Um, Detroit's in there somewhere. Well, Detroit pulled one out yesterday. Aaron, we'll have a lot to cover in our NFL Blitz. We'll do that about 525 today, and uh, and we'll hit some headlines and look at some of the NBA games. But uh, uh, one thing, and anyway, Scott Drew at 5 o'clock. Baylor's coach is going to join us. Always good and always fun to have Scott on. The Spurs, uh, right now the San Antonio Spurs, Scott made me think of this. I'm looking at these NBA mock drafts, and here's another one from Yahoo Sports that has Jacoby Walter third in the mock draft. I still don't know how you could look at how many Baylor players have been in the lottery recently and been in the first round of the NBA draft, whether it be Davion, whether it be Jacoby, Sohan, uh, now Keontae's the starting point guard with the Utah Jazz, and you go off to the University of Texas. Okay, I don't understand it, but it happened. And I'm going to at some point get over it. I'm not quite over it at this point. But um, I did think that was interesting. Jacoby Walter, the Baylor great. And the Bears are up to 13th in the country now in the AP poll. We'll have more on that in Campus Confidential. Aaron, we've had people weighing in on the Baylor coaching situation with Dave Aranda. We'll let you hear from Dave here in a few minutes, all right? And I I don't I don't think sadly and I, and Dave is not going to be surprised by this. I mean, I love that he's kept the guys fighting and he's kept his locker room together. But they are not a competitive football team. And it's not good enough. And the defense is not improving. Supposed to be his specialty. I mean, everybody was excited. They made the hire. He fired Ron Roberts, brought a new defense coordinator. Everybody talked about how exciting that was and how much energy uh, he brought. But for whatever reason, it has not worked. Is Dave Aranda too nice of a guy? Maybe so. Maybe so. He wasn't too nice of a guy when he was the defensive coordinator and everybody in the world wanted him, right? But as a head coach, it has not worked out. And as I told you earlier, man, he was coveted. Bears had to tie him up with a long-term deal. And I promise you, you if you if you found out, I've just kind of heard bits and pieces of, like, what, I mean, what maybe uh, who was after him and what he was seeking. Now, the great news at the time was he stuck with the Bears. Washington was after him in a big way. Now, they hired Kalen DeBoer, and the rest is history. I mean, that the trajectory of that program is through the roof, okay? They're in a place where the Bears were a few a couple of years ago, but Nobody, I mean, like, we, you can only say, well, we're not that far removed from being great. Well, that may be the case. But the team is in the dumps. And there's nothing to point to this year. Like, if you want, like, one decent moment, 
I guess you could say, well, Utah is pretty good, and they almost beat Utah. The comeback was fun over UCF. But in, in the, against good competition in the Big 12, uh, and I'm talking about teams that have winning records, either 500 or better, they just can't even stay on the field with them. I mean, Texas Tech ran them out of their own building. Tech is okay, okay? They've kind of moved in the right direction with Joey uh, this season. Certainly haven't met expectations. But if they beat Texas, I do think you would say that is a program that your trajectory is going in the right direction. K-State, same way. KU, same way. Even UCF, honestly, has gotten better this season. Um I think the only flatline programs right now, I mean, Cincinnati, and you can understand that. They're, they're, in a, they're just not doing very well. Uh, Houston's in a bad way. The Bears are in a bad way. BYU's kind of right around 500. I don't think they're in a bad way. I don't think they're in a great way. But no, Baylor, nobody's like the arrow's not pointed down for any school like it is for Baylor right now. It's just not. And and we can go. I mean, we've we've we're past the point of going play by play in a game because there aren't any games. I mean, I love some of the things that they were able to. I mean, I love when when uh, they they you know they're able to get down there and and uh, and, and I'm, I love it when they're able to make some plays down the field in the passing game. Um, but by the second half, they weren't in the game against TCU. So what are we going to do? Sit there and talk about? The way the offense moved the ball in the first half, some of the good stuff. No, we can't do that. I mean, nobody cares. Um, Aaron, we've had people weighing in. Now, we'll hear from Dave Aranda himself in just a few, uh, couple of minutes. But, Aaron, what, uh, what are our people saying on the text line? I know we had one come in. We've had a few good jokes. But um, 254 1660 if you want to get involved in the text line. Aaron, uh, give me one of these. Robert from Hillsboro says, I so agree with all you said today. I'll puke if I hear Aranda say person over player again. That's the way to the bottom every year. Yes, a change is needed now. Love the show. Appreciate that. Appreciate you uh, listening in Hillsboro. And I look forward to the opening of that Bucky's. All right. We can get Bucky's Temple. We're going to have it in Hillsboro. There's another, another stop as you're, as, if you're heading toward Fort Worth. You, uh, as you get closer to Fort Worth up there, Burleson or somewhere, there's a Bucky's. We're going to be surrounded by Bucky's. We needed something there after the outlets uh, faded out. Okay, it used to be a thing in Hillsboro. Now it's not. But Bucky's will give Hillsboro. I already love Hillsboro. Uh, I stop there. I enjoy myself there. I always get coffee when I'm up and down the road to 35. But that's going to give me even more reason to hang out in Hillsboro, Texas. I love the Brahms over there on the uh, on the west side of the uh, 35. Uh, there's a lot of things I love about it. There's a lot of things I love about West. I'm not going to say where I stop in West because that gets everybody mad and they start fighting. Oh, you should go here. Oh, you go there. Why don't you go get your kolaches there? All right. I just stop whichever side of the road is convenient, and both sides have tremendous kolaches, all right, before we get in any kind of fight. Um, Aaron, I think I sense from our people today 
just kind of the resignation to what they know has to happen. Now, as I made the point to somebody earlier today, change can be galvanizing. Like, the same people who can't bring themselves to show up, I would say I'm still going to be there. I'm not going to tell everybody how to spend their money. I would just say I would go just to support the seniors, and it'll be senior day, and it would be a really nice way to send everybody out. Um, and, and, again, it's not like the players aren't trying. My gosh, it's not. I don't think it's an effort thing. They're just not good enough. Talent's not there. Uh, the team's not there. Now, they have some talented players, don't get me wrong, and we're trying to keep some of them, okay? That's what you do this time of year. That Mike Elko, Aaron, who uh, A&M's looking at, that's what he said earlier today. He said, in 13 days, we will have anarchy in college football. Even Duke, who's had a really nice year, now they're, um, everybody's trying to come get their players. Aaron, everybody... I mean, I got to hand it to uh, my old pal Ian McCall because every year, whoever he's got coaching him, everybody's trying to hire his coach. Who'd he hire? Hugh Freeze. Now, Hugh Freeze had a checkered past. All right, Hugh Freeze gets hired at Auburn. Now, then he hired the guy from Coastal Carolina. Who's everybody trying to hire now? That guy. That guy. Because Liberty keeps winning, and they keep getting good coaches in. All right? Now, again, we all were pretty excited about uh Aranda um I think the un- the thing that killed Aranda is that the whole world changed and he was hired to be the right fit at Baylor and all of a sudden portal hits NIL is he the right fit at Baylor any- uh, now no no I mean let's not kid ourselves he's not and he even kind of admits it when he says, it's on me for us not being better in IL. That's him falling on his own sword. Is it all his fault? Probably not. Probably not. But do you get to keep your job if you go 1-7 at home? No. And again, maybe they'll go, they could go 2-6, and six, Aaron. Is that, is that way better than 1-7? No. Would a win against West Virginia... Make us all feel a little bit better, maybe. But does it is that is Dave's job hanging in the balance on whether or not they win or lose Saturday at seven o'clock? Okay, no, not not one bit. That's not how Mac Rhodes or anybody looks at things. It's the totality of this, and what Mac will try to get his arms around, his brain around, his mind around is can Dave. Can there's is there any case to be made for Dave to turn this thing around? If there is, I mean, I'd I'd love to hear it and I'd love to see it. But right now, it doesn't. There's there there seems to be no path forward. And I think even the most green and gold lensed, you know, again, I'm not one of those, obviously. But I got friends who are. And that's fine. I love people that just you know, don't have a negative word to say. I wish I was more like that. I'm not really, that's not really what my career has been about. But uh, it, you've got to make a change is the way this thing is headed. And uh, and I think that'll probably happen, win or lose, against West Virginia. Thanks for everybody who's been weighing in. We'll continue to read uh, your text messages. 
Uh, that's 254-662-1660. But at some point, enough is enough. Like, you have to – now, the good news is the, the help is on the way. Like, the big money folks are all – they're all gathering as we speak, and the budget for next year's NIL, all the collectives and whatever's going on, uh, is going to be much, much higher. So whether it's Dave or not – I take solace in that help is on the way in that area in in the uh, NIL area. I can I can tell you that for sure. There's a huge push and it'll be it'll be athletics wide. It'll be for all of athletics, but football is about to uh more than double, okay, with what they're doing in NIL. Now in the coming days I'm going to kind of get my hands on some of these other private schools and good comparisons. I'm going to look at tech, and I, I I do want to take a peek at you know what we're what the Bears are uh, competing against. Let's listen to a little bit of Dave Aranda. Let's do it next. Baylor women's basketball on 104.9 FM with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman. The Baylor women back in action Friday, Black Friday in the Farrell Center hosting McNeese. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. It's a 2 p.m. tip-off Friday on 104.9 FM. Tune into Baylor women's basketball on 104.9 FM. Did you know... Now's a great time to let Jeff on our Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle. I'm Kyle Tumlinson, General Manager of Jeff on our Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop and a full-line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. King of the road. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. First Central Credit Union is opening doors to home ownership. First Central's open door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value with low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Consider refinancing your mortgage or securing land for building. We loan up to 75% of the appraised value of land. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Some restrictions apply. Equal housing lender. Member NCUA. 
Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, The rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine, cocktails open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m. And then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It is the Element Waco Hotel. And ask about our discounted rates for November and December. Want to celebrate the Bears' big win or watch every road game on big screen TVs? Sound up loud and Bear fans all around. The Buckle is where you need to be. With a location just off campus, within walking distance of the stadium, the Buckle is a perfect den for food and beverages. Open two hours before kickoff. And get ready for the Buckle's full restaurant, opening in China Spring real soon. Drop on by the Buckle, the place for Bears to be. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, we do have uh, Campus Confidential coming up uh, at 4, no, about 440, 445. We're a little loose right now with the uh, holidays. We've got um, top of the hour, um, we've got uh, the great Scott Drew stops by at 5 o'clock. And Aaron, that was nice to see those. That was good for the soul to see both programs ranked in the top 15. Men's and women's basketball, okay? That's where we belong. And the Bears will be in Brooklyn this week getting things done. And uh, I just want to go out, get some more wins, and then we'll see where this football thing ends up after the West Virginia game. And uh, don't think we will hear anything this week. I do think um, just because of the way these things work, uh, we'll know something pretty quickly after um, Saturday's game. All right? Whether and, uh, and that's tough. It's tough on everybody involved, the coaches, players, you know, when you have this thing kind of hanging over you. But um, if there was anything to be gained by making an immediate decision, then I think Mac would have already done it. Either say, well, he's staying for sure, he's not, or whatever. But I don't think there's maybe too much to be gained by jumping out there this week and uh, in making a decision. And I think, uh, I think it'll be made with the totality of everything. And, again, if there was some kind of argument – that Dave 
can make, I think folks would listen. But he, he just, so far, he, he hasn't done it quickly enough. He addresses this in his meeting with the media today. Let's listen in. This is uh, Dave Aranda's weekly news conference, which was held just a few hours ago. It's good to see you guys. Um, excited for this week. Um, you know, the film again was a lot of learning in that in that film, and a lot of improvements that need to be made. And I know staff and talking with them, fully committed, and and um, you know everyone's sitting upright. A lot of eye contact, a lot of focus and determination. So that part's really good to see. I know the team had some workouts this morning, and we're excited to get with them uh, here this afternoon to kind of start the week. Um, I'm very impressed with West Virginia and uh, so much respect for Coach Brown and in the times that we're together, whether it's a Big 12 this or that or a coaches convention this or that, um, to be with him is is um, is something I always I look forward to. Um, I just have a lot of respect for him and just his um, you know his message and the way he gets it across. I think is is. Um, something I aspire to. You can see the team on both sides of the, uh, the ball for them. Uh, real strong identities in the run, uh, on offense, running the ball and defense. Uh, three, four structures, single high, you know what you're going to get. The problem is you got to deal with it. And so um, kudos to them. Be a challenge for us. I know our seniors, um, so much respect and appreciation for and, um, you know, to continue to fight even when it's you know, the results aren't coming, and even even when um, you know um, the adversity piles on and gets heavier and heavier to carry, to continue to um, kind of be that guy day in day out, on and off the field, which this group has done, it's very hard to do. You know, you'd wish for all the fun things. Uh, your senior year, not for this one, and so for them to kind of go through it the way they have. Um, very appreciative for, and so uh, want to send them out with a win. With that, take any questions you guys got. Dave, after Saturday, the off season is here. Mm -hmm. uh, I know you guys have a game to focus on, but as you guys think about transitioning to the off season, like what are the biggest priorities? You know, as you kind of navigate what's next for this program. Appreciate that. Um, Let's see. So one would be be more aggressive, and this would be a, a, um, a me thing before anything else, but be more aggressive just with NIL. And, um, you know, I think the way it stands right now, just with our record and with the amount of freshmen that are playing on our team and um, for the, for, you know, depending, there's various ranges in there from, you know, some um, – some play to a lot of play to you know some really impressive play by freshmen uh, we are kind of the the perfect uh, perfect uh, example of a team to be poached you know and so all of that's in play right now and is happening right now and is a, a is, is something that I'm spending a lot of time on. And so, you know, whether that's NIL for the guys that are on our team and getting that to where that um, is uh, way competitive and then, you know, for guys that are coming in and um, that are going to be on our team and, and all that, I think, I think it's, a, um, it's something that um, 
is a major focus. And then, you know, this is the development piece. I think there's, you could argue that college football is no longer, there's no such thing as development, that it's plug and play, you know. And, you know our season could be looked at as a, an example of that. And so, you know, there, there were a bunch of guys that have played, and so we, we want to be able to keep them all here, and then we want to be able to develop them in the off season. We got guys that need to gain weight. We've got guys that um, that need to hone on this skill or that. Um, and then we've got a fair amount of people, seniors that are leaving, so we've got some some spots to fill. And so the recruiting piece is going to be a major one, and to be as aggressive as we can in that area. All right, um, that's as close as Dave Aranda will come for kind of asking, and I don't think he would view it that way, but basically saying, I want to, you know, please keep me. Please, you know, don't move on from me. Uh, That was a me thing. I've got to be more aggressive in uh, NIL. We're a perfect example of a team uh, that could get poached, have players poached. He's talking about, obviously, Caden Jenkins and others, really good freshman defensive players. Um, you know, there's some talent on both sides of the ball, obviously not enough. Um, this team, it, you know, you, you can look back and go, well, wait, where, where did this happen? Like, what class did we just kind of fall off the cliff um, and there's a lot of ways you could analyze this roster, but again, it, it's really, they've got some good pieces, but it's not enough and they're not a competitive team right now. And so I think that is as close as Dave will come to m- trying to make a case for, Hey, bring me back. I don't think he's wired to do it. I don't, you know, you don't just one day wake up and go, okay, now I'm really aggressive. You know, it took him too long to react on the portal. He admitted that. Now it's taken him too long on NIL. He's admitted to that. I mean, some point you wake up and you're a year or two behind. And the next coach is going to have to come in and recruit like crazy on the fly try to keep a roster together, and, oh, by the way, fire up the NIL. And Dave, the only reason you could keep for continuity is if you just thought, man, if we don't keep this guy, we're going to lose a lot of great young talent. And and if you think the building blocks were there to be great in the future, then maybe you think about trying to bring him back. But you have to make sure he would be part of the catalytic effect on bringing in the portal people and the NIL. And boy, I don't even the most optimistic person would have a hard time looking at Dave and saying, yeah, I think he's the guy. I think he's the guy to do that because he's not been the guy. He's admitting that he can't get it done or he hasn't gotten it done. So the thought of, well, maybe he'll do it now. Maybe this offseason he'll figure it out. That's a pretty far stretch, in my opinion. All right, let's continue listening to Dave Aranda with his weekly news conference. 
Dave, uh, Drake Dabney set the single season record for a tight end, single season receiving yards. Just talk about what he's done in the year that he's had. I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, Drake has been, has always been a consistent, um, been a consistent player. And, um, you know, prior to this year, um, was always kind of the, the number two guy. And that would consist of, um, you know, here's the blocks you do well. This puts you in positions to make those blocks with an occasional um, naked pass or bootleg or something. Uh, and so his transition from that to this has been, now you are the guy. And uh, you're, you're, you're going to have the blocks that you normally do well, but you're going to have these other blocks too because you're in position with these given formations where now we're throwing it to you and this is the best alignment for that. And I think that's been a journey for him. And, um, you know, I think there's some – the season started off strong. I think there was some struggle, like um, for all of us we've been through. Um, I think Drake is playing the best football that he's ever played these last couple games. And, you know, it's tough. I, I appreciate you asking about him because it's so hard to see under just the cloud of just everything else. And uh, whether it's, you know, this, this last game that we played was probably his best game he's ever played at Baylor, whether it was blocking and catching and all of it, effort. And so um, it's really cool to see uh, him just mature and to grow into the guy that he is and then the player that he is. And so we're looking to kind of get uh, three in a row for him of really, really, really strong performances. You mentioned the, the NIL thing. How often do you and Mac talk about that and, and, and how to build that up? A lot, yeah. I think the I think the main probably one of the main problems with all that is just has probably been me. You know, I think the um, um, you know one of the things that's always that's always been a struggle is, and I think you know for here, it's the way to balance it is the. Um, the labeling and the judgment that comes when um, you know you're in a transactional thing, when um, you know if you're labeled this, I treat you like that. If you're labeled this, I treat you a different way. So much of college football is that, and I've tried very hard not to be that, and have really very much wanted to be that way and to win. And uh, you know, this this year's been a struggle to do that, and so. Um, when you get into the NIL space and you need to, uh, more so than what we've been, then you open the door to that, of uh, just whether it's staff or just anyone in general, saying, hey, this is a so-and-so percentage guy or a allocation guy, this is a another allocation guy or you know, this is that amount, this is that amount. And I think in all of that, you don't want to treat them that way you know, you want to be able to treat them um, um, at a much higher, uh, much higher level than any form of payment or money or anything like that. And I just don't think that happens, to be honest. I think it's all accepted that this is a business, and you go. And so, to be in it but not be of it is the is going to be the challenge. And for me personally, I look at that as just growth, and and um, and for the the staff and all of it. And so I think, um, yeah, we talk about it quite a bit. And so I'm excited about kind of what we're pushing towards.
I think it's very important. You know, now you know the what we're doing is important, but how we do it is probably more important. Coach, what would a win this week mean to you and to this team? Appreciate that. Yeah, I think that for the team, it would be a relief. Uh, for the team, it would be um, this is what that feels like. Uh, for the team, it would be um, validation for working hard. For the team, it would be a way to send the seniors out winners. Uh, for the team, it would be that, um, um, you know, I am a good player. I am on a good team. Right? We can rise up and play our best when it matters. I think, you know, so much what I think what is always true is that how you see is what you see. And I think whether you're winning or you're losing, that that doubles down, you know. And so you fight uh, just when anything negative happens, you fight the attachment to all the negative things in the past. And so we're fighting that fight right now. And so to get a win would be a victory over that. And um, you can, you know, you you cleanse the windshield, so to speak, and you can see clearly what's always been there has been a winner, and uh, we need to get to see that and get back to that. You know, I mean, he's just one of the most emotionally intelligent coaches I've ever been around. He he he's he's amazing at like, I mean, there's so many things, and I think probably. He needs to be at a place like he was at LSU or wherever the next place is, A&M or whoever USC tries to hire him. He needs to be at a place where he can have those kind of relationships and still be who he is, but he doesn't have – it's just not in him to drive it. Like the guy at the top, like you can't be like, well, I should have pushed for this more. Well, I can't. I can be, and I can't be of this or in it or whatever he's saying there. I, it's all fascinating, and I, you, I just wanted this to work with him so much, but like, the next guy, whoever steps in, has to be more like like a. And I'm just thinking of people that I'm, that are out there right now. Like when you hear certain people, Mike McCarthy. Okay, Jeff Trailer at UTSA, like they're they're not trying to psychoanalyze or or give you some answer there. And again, it may not be as interesting as what Dave presents, but it's a it, this is a blood bloodless. I mean, this is like a bloodthirsty game at this point, like the Sharks are out and like what the coach said from Duke is right. Anarchy in 13 days. And they're all coming after your players. Every 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 roster, not just Baylor's. Every roster. Everybody's looking at your players and going, hmm, what if we paid this guy some money and he's already been developed and he's a great young player. We've seen film with this Jenkins kid. Let's go see if we can go get him. Like, Dave needs to get back in the film room and prepare and call defenses. What he could, what he hasn't been able to do is turn over a defense to a young, great young, talented coach. I mean, Matt Pallage will go wherever and probably still be on a great trajectory. But he wasn't ready to call plays, and maybe it was he, they didn't have the right players. Who knows? Dave has had two or three things happen. He's, you know, 
One is he doesn't understand like he is he's emotionally and and morally not equipped to do the NIL um the NIL portal thing. He's told you that. He's basically said, I'm not good at this. So you have to find somebody that can represent a Christian university and everything Baylor's about, but that can get down and dirty and go do this stuff you have to do at NIL and Portal. Can you find that person? Sure. Sure. Somebody's out there that can do that. And, um, you know, I it this is not working. But that doesn't mean this guy's not a fascinating, great guy. I mean, I, I, I really, again, I, I'm not friends with him. I don't want to pretend that I am. But I like him a lot. I mean, I really have been the one in the media desperately hoping. And none of this fake stuff. You hear people out there that are so fake. And the minute somebody turns on somebody, you heard, you saw it with another coach in re- recently. The minute they think it's going the wrong direction, they turn on that person in the media. And, and you will not find that here. All right. Um, it is time for some Campus Confidential. That is next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch, La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Want to cover sports, news, try advertising, broadcasting? Well, the Baylor Department of Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media has the skills, knowledge, and opportunities you need to succeed in your next career. 
with five major concentrations and a nationally recognized student media program, whatever you need, we've got you covered. Start your degree today and make a difference. Check us out online and remember, for the best skills in the biz, with Baylor Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media, we've got you covered. Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options. Whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance, or retirement planning. Joe Wimpy is a multi-time Agent of the Year award winner, and he's proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son Bo played baseball for the Green and Gold. If you're looking for a new insurance quote, call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051. Waco is known for Texas traditions, a booming economy, and a world-class university. It's a great place to live, and Monk Wilson Mandela is a proud member of the Waco community. Monk Wilson is a business law firm with deep Waco roots. They are proudly embedded in the Waco community and understand the immense potential of this growing city. Their attorneys live in Waco. They understand the court system unique to Waco and throughout Texas. When Monk Wilson attorneys represent you, they help you grow your business and bring relevant ideas to market. More importantly, they protect your business locally and nationally. They believe in the power of passionate people and innovative ideas. They believe in Waco. Learn more about Monk Wilson Mandela's Waco office by calling 254-362-2300 or visit their website, monkwilson.com. That's M-U-N-C-K Wilson.com. That number again, 254-362-2300. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, and um, it is time for some Campus Confidential. Thank you, Jim Turner, Chevrolet. Thank you for what you do and uh, for being such a huge part of this. Um, lots to going on. We've been talking a lot about Baylor which way we think the Bears may be headed. I've made some statements today. Um, I think, unfortunately, it is uh, it is probably uh, uh, time to move on. But uh, uh, I, yeah, I also uh, am uh, sensitive to how, you know, everybody is, uh, uh, you know, has worked so hard to get this right and to make it successful. And when it doesn't work out, it is just extremely unfortunate uh, on all levels. Uh, it is time for some Campus Confidential. And then uh, uh, coming up in about 10, 15 minutes, it is time to hear from uh, head uh, basketball coach for the Bears, Scott Drew. Uh, that will be coming up in the next hour. Aaron, what do you have for us, sir? There is a pretty great matchup in college men's college basketball going on right now. The Maui Invitational at halftime, number 11, Gonzaga excuse me, Gonzaga, leading Purdue, the number two team in the country, 35-30. to 30. Also in men's college basketball, the new polls are out today, and the Baylor men and women, after great starts to their season, made great jumps in the poll. The Baylor men are up to number 13 in the new men's college basketball poll. Kansas remains number one and tightens their grip on number one, 52 first-place votes, followed by that Purdue team with five and Arizona with three, Marquette and UConn, the defending 
national champions round out the top five. Houston is six. Texas A&M is 12. Baylor, as I mentioned, is 13. Texas, 15. And that is it for the Big 12 in the top 25, which is really surprising. All right, um, Aaron, the uh, uh, Gonzaga, we'll keep our eye. Uh, thank you for bringing that to all our attention. That game is on ESPN2, and it is at halftime. I did look over there in that uh, Sattva Empire Classic in Texas. Had a win at the buzzer, and that Acemus, Max Acemus, who transferred there from Oral Roberts, hit a bucket at the buzzer to win one for the Longhorns. Longhorns and the Huskies get it on um, uh, coming up in about an hour at 6 o'clock on ESPNU. That'll be an interesting matchup. That's the Longhorns and the Huskies, the number five Huskies. um, And uh, UCLA and Marquette. Marquette's fourth in the country, as Aaron was just talking about. That's a game later tonight, way later tonight. That's like 10.30 tonight. Kansas and Chaminade play over there in that Maui Invitational tonight at 8 o'clock. So uh, interesting stuff. Uh, Earlier today, Tennessee, the Vols under Rick Barnes, number seven in the country, did take down Syracuse in that Maui Invitational. On the women's side, South Carolina, the unanimous number one, receiving all 36 first-place votes. UCLA is two, followed by Colorado, Stanford, and Iowa rounding out the top five. Texas, the top-ranked Big 12 team, in at number 12. Baylor up seven spots to number 14. Kansas State enters the poll at number 16 after their big win. And Oklahoma moves up from number 25 to number 22 in this week's poll. All right, good point on K-State. Huge win over Iowa. And over the weekend, Aaron, I was kind of monitoring that Saturday, Sunday, and all of that. The uh, boy, not only uh, the Bears had that big win over Utah, K State had a win, and then another old Colorado, of course, that'll be coming into the conference. Uh, really big time stuff happening with the Big Twelve women, and that that's only going to become a better conference with Arizona and Colorado coming into the conference, and. Uh, uh, of course, Utah being a top-five program that the Bears just took down. So very interesting stuff going on in college basketball. Texas Tech quarterback Tyler Shuck announced last night on social media he's entering the transfer portal as a graduate transfer. He intends to play for his third team in his collegiate career. Shuck started his career at Oregon as an ESPN Top 300 recruit in the 20, 2018 class. Started seven games during the 2020 season for Oregon. He then transferred to Texas Tech prior to the 2021 season where he has suffered multiple injuries and now plans to finish his career elsewhere. Yeah, it I, it seemed like I really, Joey handled that in a very nice way, like put out a statement, wishing him luck. Um, uh, Travis Shuck just keeps getting banged up, as a lot of these Tech quarterbacks do. Baron Morton has kind of take over, taken over for them and then uh, got a big-time recruit, uh, four-star, coming in from, I believe it's Hutto, mm-hmm. uh, is where that young man's from. So uh, Shuck may see the writing on the wall, want to go somewhere else. And then, Aaron, what do we decide? that It was like his seventh year. Somebody had a really interesting comparison, Aaron, that he came in 
with a quarterback that's now in his fourth year in the NFL. He came. He was in the same class. Now, that might have been Cam Rising I'm thinking about. Yeah, Cam Rising yeah. is uh, the Utah. And Aaron, you and I were talking about Cam Rising. Uh, he'll be back next season. Aaron, did we decide that is that will be his seventh year in college football? Yes, he started at it. He started his uh, college career in Texas at Texas. Excuse me, in two thousand and eighteen. golly! Well, and to somebody's point, he was in the same high school recruiting class as I think it's Josh Herbert uh, or Justin Herbert. And um, and and I think it's Herbert. And they said that Herbert's now in what his fourth year in the NFL. <laughs> it's crazy. Whatever happened to our old buddy from Oklahoma State, the great Spencer Sanders? God, he went somewhere and he and he can't get on the field. Like Ole Miss, is that right? And I guess Jackson yeah, Dart's yeah. coming back there. And uh, Spencer Sanders cannot get on the field. I mean, it's amazing. The grass is always seems greener, but sometimes you go in the portal and you don't really come out on the other side. Now, Baylor, former Baylor player Aaron Kyron Drones. Now, I haven't kept up with it weekly, but I, I feel like he's. And I think Virginia Tech just got beat this past weekend. Uh, Who did they lose to? Thirty-one twenty-four. Had a tough loss, but. I feel like he's been good for them. Drones has become their starter, and he's really put up some nice numbers. The other quarterback I've tried to keep up with a little bit this year is the guy at UAB, uh, Jacob Zeno, former Baylor quarterback. They're all over the place, Aaron, former Baylor quarterback. <laughs> they are. And starting a lot of places. Across the country. <laughs> the new AP Top 25 is out on the football side. And there is a change in the top five. Georgia's still the number one team in the country, 61-62 first-place votes. But Ohio State, as they are in the college football playoff rankings, has moved up to number two with one first-place vote. Michigan is three, Washington four, and Florida State rounds out the top five. All five undefeated teams left left out of the Mm -hmm. Power Five conferences. Elsewhere in the top 25, Texas is 7, Oklahoma 13, Kansas State 19, Oklahoma State in at 21. I'll tell you the nightmare, and it's going to happen when you get these conferences with like 16 or 18 teams and they get bigger and bigger. But the Big 12 did not quite have all its tiebreaker stuff clarified. And, you know, you can, you can try to prepare for everything, and then you, you get to the end of the season, and I think most of, our ma- most of our mathematicians would go, well, all of this stuff should have been gamed out, and it probably should have. But, like, even today, Aaron, like, there are people that will come straight out and go, all right, Oklahoma State, I saw this last night, uh, Oklahoma State just has to beat BYU and they're in the Big 12 title game. And you're like, okay, that, that makes sense. And then today, <laughs> it's like, no, there's some other stuff that could happen, even if they do win, that they wouldn't be in. So, I mean, there's some really crazy scenarios. Like, it's probably best for the Big 12. Well, I don't know if, if this is true, Aaron, 
like there's part of the Big 12 that wants Texas because it, it makes it easier if Texas beats Tech, right? But they also part of the Big 12 that has been wanting to send OU and UT out with plenty of losses wants them to lose. And Brett Yormark promised he would be at that Texas-Texas Tech game. And, Aaron, I've noticed the UT people are really checking on that deal. And and it turns out that uh, he will be in Lubbock for that game, the Tech-Texas game. Aaron, I'm having trouble keeping everything straight. Is that a Friday game? There's some Friday games. There's some Saturday games this week because of the holiday weekend. Uh, being Thanksgiving Thursday, I, is that a? I think that's a. Is that a Friday game? I believe so. Yes. Okay. All right. So we'll know more about the Big Twelve and what needs to happen Saturday with that Friday game. All right, Aaron. Do you have uh, one more? I do. As Michigan and Ohio State get ready to lock horns for their big matchup Saturday. Michigan will be favored over Ohio State for the first time in five years. The Wolverines begin the week as a four-point home favorite over the Buckeyes at ESPN Bet. It's the first time since 2018 they've been favored in the matchup. Wow, isn't that interesting? Even though Michigan has been so great in the last couple of years, now we know it might have been aided by sign-stealing, but that is – that is an interesting way to go into this game. So much on the line for that one. Aaron, I, I did chuckle to myself today, and it has something to do with that game. That Frank Broyles Award uh, finalists are out there, and the Michigan coach who cried after the game is on there, that Sharon Moore. And it, it, it dawned on me that... That guy could win the award for the best assistant in college football and get fired in the same in the same month. I mean, it's it's really interesting what's all going on because Michigan is throwing people overboard left and right, and if they find that that assistant, who's our interim coach right now, because remember this is like college basketball, you try to throw everybody out but the head coach. Now, when Baylor had the scandal, I know what happened, right? They just they just threw out the head coach and the AD and everybody and the president uh, almost immediately. Um, and again, that's we're not going to get into that. But most times they try to save the captain and throw everybody off the ship. And Michigan has already started that process. So, Aaron, that this coach that was crying at, at the other day on on uh, uh, for Harbaugh could be out of a job depending on where this investigation goes. Now the good news for Michigan is Aaron when they when the Big Ten has called off the dogs, there is no investigation there. The only investigation in place is the NCAA. The only problem with that is for for long term for Michigan is it was such a good investigation because it was done by a private third party. Somebody else did the work for the NCAA. So this will be a better and more efficient investigative process than ever because somebody else did the work for the NCAA. All right, Aaron, good stuff. 
good stuff. If you got any else, we might try to fit it in later in the program because that was really good stuff. But now we need to uh, we need to hear from the uh, head men's basketball coach at Baylor. It is his visit uh, with the Matt Mosley Show. Scott Drew joins us next. Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears close the regular season with a senior day matchup with West Virginia this Saturday at McLean Stadium. 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 6 p.m. kickoff. The Bears look to send out the seniors in style, squaring off with the Mountaineers. And all of the excitement is here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, The rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine, cocktails, open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel, and ask about our discounted rates for November and December. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. First Central Credit Union is opening doors to home ownership. First Central's open door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value with low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Consider refinancing your mortgage or securing land for building. We loan up to 75% of the appraised value of land. Apply online at FirstCentralCU.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Some restrictions apply. Equal housing lender. Member NCUA. 
Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, and we're always pleased to be joined by Baylor head basketball coach, men's basketball coach, uh, Scott Drew. And, uh, Scott, this is going to be a lot of fun. It's Thanksgiving week. Um, you're taking your team to Brooklyn, uh, Oregon State on Wednesday, and then you got the other game uh, after that. I guess Pitt and, uh, is going to be playing over on the other side against Florida. <clears throat> these, are, these are great opportunities. Um, you know, how much do you, you want to learn about your team? Obviously, um, uh, put them in a challenging position, but also great bonding opportunity to to be on the road at a you know very special time. I would think. Yeah, it, for, first of all, these uh, tournaments are crucial for postseason. Uh, uh, one, if you make it, two, your seeding. Um, three, this is very similar to an NCAA tournament. You play in a big arena. Um, you play. You're off. You play. So uh, um, two games, three days. Um, and, and the bigger arenas have a different background uh, setting, obviously, than the smaller college arenas. Uh, also, uh, uh, for your players, it's a chance national platform. Uh, everybody's home, uh, having a great Thanksgiving meal, fun time with family, friends, great platform for Baylor University, Baylor basketball, just to show uh, what Baylor basketball is about and Baylor University and the culture of Baylor. Yeah, I think that's right, and um, uh, it's just it, it, uh, even that Auburn having the the night um, to you know to, for everybody to kind of gather around and watch the team. Um, I'm sure you're like me when you were a kid, and we're similar age. That that was Thanksgiving is like that's really used to be the true start of college basketball when you would watch some of these tournaments and watch all these things kind of unfold. Um, what are you looking to? Uh, where's kind of you know early trends 
that you're seeing from this team. Um, I mean, it's really been all positive so far, and I think the the uh, rankings will bear that out this week as y'all continue to move up. But what do you what do you as you get ready to uh, uh, you know go up against a pretty good Pac-12 team? And and uh, what are you kind of looking for from your team, and and what kind of trends are you liking, and what what do you need to kind of address here early in the season? Well, I think I think first and foremost, you look at uh, every game, and uh, um, uh, it, 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 you you better bring it or you're going to lose. And people are like, well, I haven't heard of that team. They're not very good. Look at their record. Look at their projected. Um, just look at the scores each and every night because. There's, there's games where you're like, how did they lose to them? Or they yeah. one team will play a great game, and the next game, like Michigan looked like a million dollars against uh, uh, St. John's, and then they turn around and lose at home uh, uh, the next game. I mean, and that stuff happens all the time. Uh, last night, I think Jackson State 0-5 uh, beats uh, Missouri. I mean, every night you have upsets. So college basketball, more parity than, than there's been, and – each and every year, it seems like that more and more. And uh, it, you, you, first thing in every everything you do is you want to win. And um, every game you play, you better bring it, or, or you're not going to win. So that's first and foremost. Other than that, uh, it, it, you you look at uh, um, this weekend for us. I mean, these tournaments are, are business trips, and uh, the teams that the teams that stay focused, stay together, um, and you win these tournaments. It, not only helps you with momentum for the rest of your non-conference, but really helps you when you get into seeding time and postseason because you've had that success, you have that confidence. And uh, I think if you go back, and I know Mosley's big on the research, but teams that yeah. win these tournaments usually advance and do really well come NCAA March Madness time. Yeah, I I think you generally this time of year you're kind of looking to me for all the analytics and all that kind of thing. But uh, <laughs> I uh, uh, and it's talking to Scott Drew on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. You know, one thing I've noticed early in this season, you know, you got guards for years, whatever Fran likes to say, more than Buckingham Palace, or I think he uh-huh. uses Rikers Island. He's got several that he'll roll out. He tried a new one on uh-huh. here recently, but. It, it's Jaden Nunn was on with me the other day, and first of all, he's just a neat guy, obviously yeah. a great guy, and and we've been over that. But I mean, I I've had one of your other coaches, you know, tell me, hey, this might have been the steal of all the portal deals. And the thing I didn't realize, I was kind of anticipating some great defense, but I mean, he averaged. When he came in from VCU, you know, close to 10 points a game. But he had 25 points in that game the other night. And he's hitting threes. He gets to his spots. It's really hard to keep him out of the lane. Um, I mean, Scott, I'm not, you know, I don't know. None of this shocks you. But, I mean, I I just think that's probably been a, a pretty cool addition to see. Not only is he a great defender, but, man, he's bringing a lot of scoring punch on that side of the ball. Yeah, a couple couple things stand out. First and foremost is he uh, uh, backed up point, but you never really uh, uh, thought of him as a point guard, especially if you read any of the transfer portal stuff um, uh, at, at VCU. Um, uh, Ace pretty much dominated the ball and point guard spot player of the year, defensive player of the year, and that conference got a lot of attention and, and rightfully so. But 
Uh, I think Jaden's 40% three-point percentage was a good indication he can make threes. Um, and the fact that uh, he gets to the free throw line as much as he does, the more he has opportunities. And some of that's come with him playing point guard. And, uh, he's passed it well, um, but he's also made uh, proper reads on when to get to the rim and when to, when to hit the fill, when to hit the big. So uh, a lot of things, I think, uh, just being in a position where he had, has had the ball more and more freedom to showcase what he could do and hence why most people didn't talk about him as much or rank him as high in the portal and, and expect as much out of him. Yeah, um, it's that that has been nice. And we knew Ray J was going to be really good at the point. Um, I, I just, I mean, I can't help but think of your program right now. And, you know, uh, like Keontae, we knew he would quickly become the starting guard for Utah, but he – and, and he'll have his rough moments, but man, it, it's fun to, he had a tough shooting game last night, but he's been, he's been great. And I just don't know when people look at Baylor, I mean, guard after guard, uh, I mean, y'all keep putting people out into the lottery or the first round, but that's kind of, that's got to be a neat thing to see, um, you know, guys continue. I mean, it's like, I don't know, four straight years or something. Y'all are first rounders and, and, uh, but to see Keontae, who was a star for you last year as a freshman, just continue to take his game to the next level. That has to be kind of fun. And I, I, uh, well, if I'm a guard, I, I, I would not go anywhere else. Uh, but, uh, that's, uh, that, that's, that's gotta be rewarding for you and the staff to turn it on and see Keonto, Keontae going like toe to toe with Phoenix and some of these great teams. Well, I think if you look at, uh, uh, right now you have, um, Davion's playing point guard, and obviously he's backing up Fox, who's uh, an all-star. Uh, you have Jeremy uh, starting at the point guard with the Spurs. You got Keontae mm-hmm. uh, starting uh, with the Jazz at times at the point. Uh, Royce O'Neal plays the point and uh, starts uh, on and off for the Nets. You got TP starting for the Lakers. I mean, a lot of our guys are having success. Uh, other guys in the league, but I mean, those guys. I mean. Um, uh, a lot of guys playing point guard, a lot of guys starting. And with that, I, I, you look at Keontae uh, in high school, played off the ball, came here and, and really was really was good at uh, um, seeing the floor, making right passes, and uh, second in assist force. Uh, and I think uh, a lot of that surprised the NBA because they hadn't seen as much of that in high school. They just seen him as a scorer. Uh, Keontae really embraced that with the Jazz, knowing that hey, we need a point guard. If you can, if you can take care of the ball and have a great assist to turnover ratio, that's a, a path for you. Um, I think he's done a remarkable job in uh, continuing to develop and uh, improve. And um, uh, it's fun watching him play. Uh, you, you mentioned. Uh, uh, Success in, in the last three years, nobody's had three guys drafted in the top 16 uh, in the country, and that's that's NBA success. And no one's won more Power Five games than us in the last four years. So, winning basketball in the last four years, pros. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, humbly, I'll say this: uh, coaches often get way too much praise and way too much criticism because if you don't have a, a, a great players. Uh, you're not a good coach. And if you don't have great players that put the team over themselves, you're not a good coach. So really the players deserve all the all the credit. And our staff's done a great job 
identifying who fits our culture, who, who we can help the most and thrive, uh, who can thrive the most in our culture. And Because uh, at the end of the day, um, there's certain people that uh, we coach that we can uh, help more than other people. So it's finding the ones that fit your culture and you can help the most. Uh, those are the ones you want to want to coach. Talking to Scott Drew, Baylor men's basketball coach. And uh, by the way, that left-handed, I'm sure you saw that on social media. I mean, he speaking of his passing, he took his left hand, threaded the needle. I mean, it was, I don't know, it was like Joker level, I'm trying to think. I mean, that was uh, LeBron level. That was a wild, and it, that, that, that to me opened up. And, you know, a few years ago, Utah, when they had Donovan, you're like, oh, my gosh, your eyes start to open up. And I'm not saying he's going to be Donovan, but, like, whoa. I mean, it's, it's uh, really cool to see. And it's a good fit because he does have some – uh, some good players around him and that kind of thing, and so he doesn't have to like carry the load, kind of like Mitchell did. Um, I, you know, look, speaking of talent, um, you know, I, I know sometimes, and boy, I'm a cynical, and I'll look at the negative. Oh, who, you know, but boy, you guys continue. I didn't get to last time we talked. I don't think y'all had finished announcing your entire class, but uh, Rob Wright is uh, coming in. Asimoda is another one. And then the JUCO guy, I'm, I'm fascinated. You guys continue to add size, uh, just all kinds of length. Um, but but this, this last class you had, Scott, and I know we were frustrated uh, uh, about one guy that we didn't get, but, I mean, this is a uh, – Still a, a, a top class, and and uh, Robert just is a guy that's just steadily come up in the rankings, and I I, I think he's a, again going to join a group of guards that just always seem to fit really well together. Well, what's great about this class is uh, Rob had committed to us uh, for a while, and someone we've been a part of his journey, and uh, Gatorade Player of the State goes to Mount Bird. Coach Boyle loves him. Um, so critical for their team. Uh, they got a lot of similar guys, similar size, six eight to six ten, um, but they got one Rob Wright, and uh, he's done a phenomenal job at Mount Verde, and will learn and grow a lot. And uh, under Coach Boyle, and 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 uh, I know besides your staff liking him, the players every time uh, our coaches go down there, the the players say hey, he's the guy. We love playing with him. So a lot of positives. Um, Jason uh, Asimoto, someone's committed to us for a long time. He's got uh, great size, great length, but he has uh, uh, elite shooting ability. And somebody that uh, 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 academically is outstanding. Um, and uh, uh, both those guys are, are ranked high for a reason. Uh, Noah is somebody that uh, has only played basketball really for one season. And this will be his second season. Uh, suffered an injury, um, so um, uh, that, that'll that'll be a setback. But uh, uh, um, somebody with a lot of uh, upside potential and a, a lot of capabilities, and um, uh, somebody I know we're excited to coach and help him get to uh, 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 the level that he wants to be at. All right, and uh, Scott Drew joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. You said something that grabbed my attention recently, and I, I just uh, we've all been amazed by uh, Everyday John and uh, and and uh, Chamo Chachua and, and just what he means to the whole Baylor everything. He's an inspiring guy, and yet you've seen these young bigs 
develop at an extremely quick rate, and obviously they're getting the bulk of the minutes right now. I heard you after a game basically say that John has kind of embraced <clears throat> this player um, coach role, and it's like, I mean, on one hand, you know, I, he was starting at the beginning of the season, and on one hand, I mean, it's like great, <clears throat> but it's it's surprising you know, because I mean, I guess with his comeback, you never knew. Like, okay, what is he going to become, or what is this new guy going to be in the future? Like, what what are you? I mean, like, how is he embracing this? Because again, unbelievable guy, but he didn't put all that work and that amazing work probably to ride the bench most of the game. So how how are you handling that? How is he handling that? Because it's good news, bad news, right? It, the good news yeah. is your your young guys are unbelievable. You know, the bad news is you can't find as many minutes for him. Mm-hmm. So the, the uh, probably shouldn't have said player coach from the standpoint the day that he arrived, he's been like a player coach, meaning uh, he competes so hard. He's so vocal and, and boisterous in practice. He makes everybody better. Um, so he's like a big brother. I'm going to use that term from now on um, <laughs> okay. because every day he brings that to the team. Uh, at the same time, uh, again, he's in a, a two-year recovery process um, and far exceeded anyone's expectations returning last year. And he's better than he was last year. No questions about it. But uh, at the same time, um, uh, Eve, Josh have done a great job going against him, learning from him. And those guys right now, uh, you're right, they're getting more of the minutes. But uh, what a luxury we have because if one of them is in foul trouble, one of them is injured, one of them is hurt, um, you know exactly what you're going to get from John. And that's a great feeling to have as a coach because uh, usually there is foul trouble, injuries, illness, someone not playing well, uh, something happens. So uh, that that depth, and it's not just with uh, John, I think, across our team. Um, uh, The other day, Dantuan came in and really gave us a great lift uh, uh, two games ago. And I think uh, uh, each and every person is going to play a big part in our success this year. It's hard to be on every game. And... uh, um, uh, that depth not only allows us to get better each and every day in practice, but it also allows the guys to uh, uh, stay on edge because they know if they don't play well, then someone else can step in. So every day, it, uh, uh, iron sharpens iron, we say. and um, uh, At the same time, it has to be done in a way where you support one another, you help one another, and uh, uh, when it's game day, you're all behind one another because there's only five on the court. And we're blessed to have uh, that kind of culture, those kind of guys, and those kind of teammates. All right. And uh, it's, I saw uh, Fran's deal the other day. That was pretty cool with, with like where the Big 12 teams are in Pomeroy, those Ken Pomeroy rankings. And even in what some people would call like a rebuilding year for the conference, uh, the conference is kind of off the charts in that area. And last thing I'll leave you with, Scott, uh, the Mosleys have been making a lot of plans, pulling a lot of resources together. And it does look like there will be a Madison Square Garden appearance uh, from the Mosley family uh, December twentieth. Okay, so I just I wanted to I just wanted to let you know that that um, the that preparations awesome. are under. So, so yeah. So your G five jet that you're renting. When can people join you on that trip up to Madison Square Garden? 
Just a, just really no seat, no more seats available on that one. <laughs> but if you want to send one of those, we're up for it. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Thank you very much. And as you know, uh, um, uh, this week for those that are traveling up to see us in Brooklyn, it's uh, it's great to have a fan base that travels and supports us. And uh, it's a big reason for our success because at the end of the day, uh, in, in our sport more than any sport, crowds matter because the proximity to the court and uh, the energy they give the home team, uh, they can disrupt the, the, the other team, and they can also help officials see things clear. <laughs> That's well, well said. All right, happy Thanksgiving, and I hope to all the Drew family, and uh, have, a, have a great uh, time there in Brooklyn and go, go win one of these trophies, all right? Well, thank you very much. Appreciate you, sir. All right, thanks for all you You bet. Did. Thank you. There he goes. Scott Drew on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, some NFL Blitz package coming up next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch, La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all 
the insurance process for you. Don't let a fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Are you looking for a new set of wheels? First Central Credit Union Auto Financing offers fast, complete coverage. Competitive rates and flexible terms make for a win in financing your next vehicle. A quick online application makes it easy to score the money you need at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member in CUA. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it's Matt Mosley Show. And we've had a lot going on today. And we, uh, we'll we do some NFL headlines. Um, you know, I want to give you guys a chance to, uh, um, you know, to sound off if you want to. Uh, Baylor went up to Fort Worth on Saturday. Uh, gave it everything they had. It wasn't enough. Another uh, another blowout. And I would just say at this point, uh, you know, our buddy Zach over from the Waco Trib, Aaron, I was just looking at some of uh, what he had written about, uh, what Aranda had to say today. And some of those streaks that are in place, there's an eight-game losing streak they're trying to snap against FBS teams at home. They have the opportunity if they lose this game. Doesn't sound like much of an opportunity, but it'll be they'll be one in seven at home. Um, Aaron, I I just don't know. There aren't many places in the country that you can survive that. Now, if you're in the first year or you're in a pandemic, yes. If there's something that's happened and there's extenuating circumstances, and I guess you could say that NIL and the portal and that kind of changed everything, and maybe Baylor's not totally set up. I got a, something that's interesting to me, and 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 Arend has been very honest about, uh, uh, you know, like even today. I was reading Darby just had uh, one of the quotes uh, we had. We were playing some of Dave up earlier. He said one of the things that has always been a struggle is the way to balance it, the labeling and judgment that comes when you are in a tra- transactional thing. I mean, Aaron, I mentioned earlier about kind of the emotion- emotional intelligence of this head coach. I've, I've covered Parcells, Matt Rule, Art Bryles. I mean, you, you go up and down, Mike McCarthy, Jason Garrett, um, Wade Phillips. And, and some of these guys have maintained great relationships with over the years, especially Wade, who I still talk to on a regular basis. <clears throat> I've never heard anybody talk like Aranda does. Like, he's he he's so smart. Um, is he almost too smart for his own good? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, he doesn't, I don't think, he doesn't love doing media, but he's good at it. Uh, I, I I remember it's kind of interesting now that I think back on all this, Aaron. I remember when after 2021 and they had their recruiting class and it was back before they did it so early. 
and or maybe they did have the early signing period. Whatever it was, they announced the recruiting period, their class. And it was the first time I ever recalled, like, no media involved with their recruiting class. And I said, well, that's weird. I, why Every Baylor coach I'd known did some media, every coach around the country. And it was really thrown, and not, honestly not in a mean way, but it was said to me back from the Baylor folks, like, well, I mean, they're doing pretty well without him needing to do that. I mean, do they need to do... I mean, why would they need to do any media with that? And it was just weird to me that you, if you had a class you were excited about, which obviously they were, like that you wouldn't do any media with it. And then he, I mean, like, um, I, it, it was like one of those awkward deals where the first time he could ever be asked about any of these signing uh, things were like before the bowl game. And same thing this past year, Aaron. No, he had not said anything about the early signing period, and and it was the bowl game was going on though. And then of course it happened, and they lost Novasad, and it it's just been a bad feeling ever since last year. There was a pretty good point last year where they beat OU on the road. I was there. I was in the stands. They beat them into submission. They ran it down OU's throat. And and they had gotten their season back to kind of where it needed to be. They were like six and three. And we're like, oh man, this is pretty good. This is pretty good. And they or maybe they were whatever it was, I think they had gotten it to six wins. And then they lost out. They lost out that season and finished six and six and then finished six and seven after the bowl. They've never gotten their footing back. They they lose Novasad. They didn't get a quarterback in 2022. Uh, I understand there's the portal, and yeah, you can go through things in the portal, but he didn't, Aranda didn't even start paying attention to the portal until um, until this past offseason. So they're late to the portal. They're late to NIL. And I think the case can be made that Dave Aranda was a great fit at Baylor. And then portal slash NIL happened, and he's no longer a great fit for Baylor. I think that's a fair thing to say. And as much as I like him, it's time to move on. I mean, you know, you're going to have to move on after this week, no matter what happens against um, against West Virginia. Now, has Mac Rhodes already moved on? I don't – not that I know of. I mean, there's – Nothing has leaked out. Oh, this is going to happen, or he's going to get fired. You know, there's nothing like that. And I say this, Mac is great at keeping secrets. Like when there's coaching searches, the rule thing suddenly kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, I remember the day before I was pursuing some kind of thing. Gundy had a little bit of interest in that Baylor job, believe it or not, back then. And Baylor, you know, kind of took a peek. It's not like they interviewed him or anything, but they at least took a peek. And and then rule happens. Aranda. I mean, everybody was kind of tight-lipped. And then, boom, it's Aranda. So, I don't – anybody's saying, well, they know for sure what Mac's going to do. I don't think they're telling the truth. I do think he's going to wait, and there'll be a decision or announcement or whatever after West Virginia. I would say the safe bet – is that 
they move on at this point. I know they don't want to. They never wanted to get here. But, you know, that is that is where we are. And, uh, and I promise you some NFL headlines. I prom- we'll get to some of that in the dismount. Uh, the good news is CeeDee Lamb, while he did not practice today because of an ankle, I think will be fine. We'll be back in practice Wednesday and should play Thursday against those hated commanders. <laughs> the Washington commanders are headed to town for Thanksgiving. All right, we've got to say good night. Uh, it, is, uh, it is the dismount. We'll do that next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Everyone at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they are participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign, and they are asking for your support. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 7th, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac and drop it in the bed of the 2024 GMC Sierra pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from their dealership, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac will purchase $100 worth of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive Exit Waco. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. First Central Credit Union says it's game on. Lower your monthly vehicle payments by refinancing your vehicle with First Central. Make it a winning season with refinancing set to your preferences. You decide the due date and frequency. Finance elsewhere? Save money with a new local game plan. Apply online today. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's mine. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. You'll enjoy great food and great service before or after a Baylor football or basketball game at the Brazos Landing. Located within walking distance from McLean Stadium and Baylor's new Foster Pavilion, don't wait in traffic. Enjoy a meal on the water at the Brazos Landing. Reservations welcome. And for Baylor home games, park your car at the Brazos Landing for $50 and get that $50 back as voucher for your upscale dining experience. It's the Brazos Landing where I-35 and the Brazos River meet. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. 
Waco is known for Texas traditions, a booming economy, and a world-class university. It's a great place to live, and Monk Wilson Mandela is a proud member of the Waco community. Monk Wilson is a business law firm with deep Waco roots. They are proudly embedded in the Waco community and understand the immense potential of this growing city. Their attorneys live in Waco. They understand the court system unique to Waco and throughout Texas. When Monk Wilson attorneys represent you, they help you grow your business and bring relevant ideas to market. More importantly, they protect your business locally and nationally. They believe in the power of passionate people and innovative ideas. They believe in Waco. Learn more about Monk Wilson Mandela's Waco office by calling 254-362-2300 or visit their website, monkwilson.com. That's M-U-N-C-K Wilson.com. That number again, 254-362-2300. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Um, it is, uh, the dismount. We, we got to say goodbye. Aaron, you had a couple of NFL headlines. One was that Tim Boyle, um, will take over for the Jets. I guess he used to be the Packers backup. It, and, uh, <laughs> did, and he went to an FCS school from UConn. Did you happen to ever go back and look at his numbers at... UConn, Aaron, Tim I, Boyle. I didn't. Did you happen to see that today? No. He had a. Uh, he had a. Um, um, he had a year at. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at his numbers when Tim Boyle was at UConn. You know, generally, if you're an NFL quarterback, you had pretty good stats in college. This is when he was at UConn, passing. Okay. Now let's see. How many touchdowns did he have at UConn? Um, in three years, he had one touchdown. Aaron, how many interceptions did he throw at UConn? He threw 13 interceptions. Like, the point somebody wow. made is right. This is like some kind of like old school 1930s, you know, quarterback numbers. <laughs> and, uh, and so, anyway, um, and that is, oh, we got big game tonight. Chiefs and the Eagles getting it on. Cowboys fans can stay at home on a holiday evening, and root like crazy for the Chiefs. It's a good night. It's a fun night. It's Monday night football, and they have big games again because of Troy and Joe. All right, everybody, have a great one, and uh, we'll talk to you again tomorrow uh, at 3 o'clock straight up. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 conference football. Here's the voice of the Bale of Bears, John Morris. Everybody is covering check a Big 12 football.